Welcome to the Astoria Collective, a podcast dedicated to sharing the stories that have shaped our lives in order to encourage you all. So let's get into this month's episode. Hello. Hello. And welcome back to our podcast. Oh, that was beautiful. That was yeah, so beautiful. Absolutely. Oh, that was so good. You are listening to Jenna and Christina. Oh my gosh, we need to do that more often. Today, we are continuing our relationship series. Whoop, whoop. Um, this is episode three of that. So part, so part three of that. Um, so today, we are going to be spilling the tea on our online dating horror stories yep. and the red flags that have come from that. Um, uh, who wants to go first? But first, should we have some life updates? Yeah, we should. Uh, what's been, uh, what's, what have I been up to? <laughs> um, I got my full. Woo, woo. I got Yay. my full license. It was very scary. No, it wasn't scary. It was, um, compared to when I reset my restricted, I was very calm. Mm. Um, yeah, I honestly thought I was going to fail the test, but it was, it was all good. It was fine. Um, we've had, I've had holiday program back at work, um, getting used to new hours and Mm. I'm off to Queenstown next week. Oh, COVID, just stay out of the South Island, even though you're already there. Just get out. Get out. Don't say anything, Jenna. Don't don't say anything. <laughs> yeah, but I am it's it's Labor Weekend this weekend. Um been hanging with some peeps. Uh, I had a really wholesome girls dinner party on Saturday night. Um and yeah, it's Labor Day, so we've got a four day week, so I'm just headed out for my Queenstown holiday. Oh man. Um and yeah, that's me for now. What about you, Christina? Oh, you know, life life doesn't change up here for me. Uh I wish it did. Uh but not really. Um I had a pretty fun week day on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh I got my new glasses. Uh, we went to this wildlife park and they've got Highland cow, they've got sheep, they've got these mini um, Galloways, which are adorable, um, lots of chickens, peacocks and peahens, bunnies, guinea pigs, and they um, got a, a, some goats as well, some deer. Um, they've got a little baby um, Highland cow at the moment that they're hand rearing, who is absolutely Cute. adorable. Um, yeah. she's so cute and um, mm-hmm. she was a bit sleepy when we got to her Aww. but there was also yeah bunnies that you could cuddle with I got um, head butted by a deer at one, in my butt okay uh, should we should we spill some hot tea the tea I've been waiting to spill all year kind of vibes time why why don't we start out where about sort of the dating apps that we've been on yeah, so I've been on Christian Connection and I've also been more recently I've been on Salt. Oh, um 
I downloaded Tinder last year for five minutes during lockdown and I just felt so and then I yeah it, it just it was something in my gut like it just felt wrong to have it so I deleted it like five minutes after that <laughs> um I've I've heard some great things about Hinge so I downloaded that as well mm-hmm. um again I deleted that the next I downloaded it one night and then I deleted it the next morning I mean, the reason I started going on online dating apps in the first place was just like I hadn't because obviously at this point I was still at a rise and I just Mm. felt I hadn't met anyone who I really, really clicked with. Well, I mean, I had, but that is another can of worms altogether. Wow, okay. Um, who knows how to communicate when they're 19? Let's just leave it at that. Um, no one. <laughs> okay, stop. Stop some stop. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, uh so the let's just let's just get into it. So what about yeah. you, Christina? Uh dating apps have been on. Oh yeah. I feel like I've been on all of them. Um <laughs> uh, let me see. I Tinder. Bumble, Hinge, Christian Connection, yeah. uh, Salt. Yeah. Uh, kind of, those are the main ones I've been on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Christian Connection and Salt, they just kind of, I have had a lot of trouble with Christian Connection like yeah. it's even on a free account like you supposed to have like a minimum number of responses a day i have none yeah yeah like i, I it's like five or something yeah no i don't have any oh man like it won't let me respond to anyone and it will yeah. it could be like weeks between me sending yeah. a message and it's like yeah. no please upgrade so yeah i that's kind that of is- for me, yeah, even though I've been burnt on Christian Connection, um, um, I have had some good experiences on Christian Connection. Um, Salt, I feel it's free, but it is very dry, I must admit. Mm-hmm. Hinge, again, it was dry, you know, so, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my rank. What's your rank? Yes. From best to worst or worst to best? Best to worst. Best to worst. Okay, so there's five. So uh, Tinder I have found to be, like, kind of the best out of all of them. Um, Mm. Just personally for me. um, Yeah. Tinder and Bumble are kind of, you know, kind of tying, but Bumble wins out just – no, Tinder wins out just slightly – because yeah. there is no time frame and the guys can message first. So Tinder, Bumble, Christian Connection is the worst. It just yeah. stopped working. So yeah. it's like the worst one because it's kind of like, well, what's the point of being on yeah. it if I can't message anyone? Um, and then Hinge and Salt. I never really spent too much time on Salt. I downloaded it because you said <laughs> so and um all it's done is annoy me annoy me because i keep just letting the so dry it's so dry on there i i keep 
I I actually just uninstalled it last night because I'm just I kept hitting it when I didn't want to and it just kind of caused like me a lot of frustrations just being on my phone and I never used it so there's that and then yeah hinge kind of in the middle like it's good it's understand what's a little complicated to use i definitely prefer the more secular um dating apps just for ease of use and lack of frustration that i have had in my life around the dating apps the the christian dating apps and all of that is just like oh yeah frustrating yeah that is fair (laughs) definitely All right, so we talked about all the dating apps and everything. Um, yeah. Shall shall I hop to it? Yep, let's go. Spill that tea that I've been wanting to spill all year. Horror stories, online dating Takes horror stories. A sip of tea. Okay, so I'm just I'm just gonna jump straight into it. Um, so I <sighs> when I first started online dating. When I first started out, very first time, I was, this is going to sound so bad, I was on a year of singleness, but my reasoning for giving it a go was because, one, I, because I had three months left, my thinking, my naive thinking was this, I will meet someone, we'll just get to know each other over the next three months, and then we can go exclusive when I finish my year of singleness. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, it's gonna be great. And uh, yeah. So I, I I hop onto Christian Connection and all that, make a cute little profile, and within like an hour I had matched with someone. Um and and then I kind of just like sit on it for a bit and then the next day I'm out with a friend, we go to Papa, we, we basically spend like the whole afternoon just like catching up and everything. Yeah. Um because she was in town that weekend and um we ended up at the library and we had a couple of cocktails together and while we were at the library this person messaged me on facebook and i was and like but i kept waiting for the message on christian connection i'm like what's going on and then like i checked my facebook message i'm like oh no no no. i checked my facebook to see that he had sent me a friend request and i'm like oh okay so that's what was going on okay Okay, so you know we sit, and then like I've accepted. Then he messaged me, and I'm like half a cocktail and whatever. So I'm already tipsy by this point because (laughs) my alcohol tolerance is zero. Let's be honest. I get giggly very quickly, everybody. (laughs) And then we start messaging. Oh my goodness! So basically, basically, I'm messaging this person, and I am half a cocktail. And oh, this is getting spicy very quickly. Uh, And then, you know, we keep messaging and everything. And then, you know, I get to, I get back home at like midnight, whatever. And then we keep messaging the Sunday and I just feel, and like, you know, we're, we're like just getting to know each other and he's like calling me cute and I'm like, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, classic Jenna, just starting to simp. Um, and then I go out for dinner and then I come back home and then I'm like, I need my beauty sleep. I've got, cause it was a holiday program and I had to be at work at seven. Oh, that was the worst. Um, and then we messaged the Monday and the Tuesday. And then the Tuesday, like, we were talking till like, almost midnight. And it just felt really wholesome and good. But <laughs> looking back, and this is now a red flag of mine, 
if it gets too intense too quickly and you open up too quickly, not mm. a good not a good look, not a good sign. It is a red flag, my friends. Well, it is for me. Yeah. And so, and then I like go to work. I run a couple of errands in the morning and I'm just like saying, oh my gosh, this is great. And then, um, you know, I go to work and it's like, ah, la, 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 cloud <laughs> night vibes. And then I go to Gardens Magic with a couple of friends that night. Mm-hmm. And I've, and we all go around the circle and like talk about our love lives. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna hear of singleness when really I was messaging someone and like trying to keep that on the down low. Uh, sorry, sorry friends. I know, I know, I know I was, yeah. But they seemed inspired by my year of singleness. So I'll take, I'll take that as a win. Like mm-hmm. they were all just looking at me like a magnet. I'm like, God, oh, oh. Okay, okay, all right, go, go, go. Because, like, year of singleness is, like, a very Mm. Christian thing to do. And so, like, most of these, you know, most of my friends who I was hanging out with at Gardens Magic, like, you know, they don't usually go to church, you know. Mm. So it's it's interesting to share, like, that, my faith through a relationship filter. I don't know, blah. Um, That was fun. And then, like, the when, yeah, so the Wednesday, so that day, like and then the day after that and then the day after that it slowly just started snowballing into this person not wanting to chat as much mm-hmm. um so basically i told him i'm on a year of singleness and he but essentially he ran a mile but he didn't communicate anything until uh, late sunday night and mm. so my this actually made my anxiety skyrocket because Mm. I was wondering what is going on and I was just so anxious and then finally I heard from him the Sunday night that I'm like I'm not opening this for 24 hours because (laughs) I've got work and then I've got chorus and I do not want it to ruin my day so I finally looked at it like the Monday night and he was basically like look um, so he was in another part of New Zealand. So he's like, I don't want to do long distance. And then he called me out. He called me out on my, what he thought was like, not the best behavior. And I'm just like, you know, I had my reasonings, which later my counselor actually backed me up on. So yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. He just like, Oh, you're not being true to yourself kind of thing, which, okay. Yeah. Maybe this wasn't the best idea, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, again, I, I, I just do dumb stuff when it comes to relationships. Not anymore, <laughs> not anymore. I'm 26. I am on the straight and narrow now. Um, but yeah, basically, and I think a week after that, we did our first recording for this podcast and that was mm. really, that was, that was kind of nice just to like, I was really nervous about it. The whole, yeah, that rejection just really skyrocketed my anxiety and I'm just like <sighs> it sent me to the counsellor yeah. so I had I, I ended up going back to counselling um which I finished in June but yeah it he like I'm like I'm over it now but like these are just things that happened and like it did snowball and I'm looking back on that and I'm like that was so unnecessary yeah. but I think it did need to happen because it just informed some things that I thought I dealt with. Hmm. Um, 
so yeah, basically like he reject, he basically started ghosting me over those few days and then he finally rejected me and I'm like about time. And then a week after that, he'd unfriended me on Facebook and I'm like, fine, be that way, whatever. So yeah, but being ghosted really sucks, Mm. but I guess I feel things quite deeply. So that's kind of like why things just snowballed yeah but yeah he asked me a question which kind of like sparked yeah I don't want to say triggered but so I'm gonna say sparked it sparked some things which I shared in my episode about pretending to be happy for a year Hmm. and so when I say early this year I went through something this is the something I went through yeah (laughs) it all makes sense now um and so yeah he asked me a question and it just sparked stuff I thought I dealt with but I hadn't and it was really really confronting which I think is why my mental health just like spiraled down into an abyss of darkness wow that's so deep um Yeah, so I went to counselling and it was, I swear I spent the first session just literally bawling my eyes out. Um, but yeah, like like I said before, my counsellor justified why I went online dating <laughs> three months before I finished my year of singleness. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think, oh yeah, and then I went on SALT in September and I saw him and I like, I sent him a like just for a giggle. A cra- like insp- giggle and spice and tea mm-hmm. that's what I'll say about that and then um he actually messaged me and he's like Haha, what are the chances of you being on another dating app uh. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like yeah I thought I'd just you know sing you a like for a g- giggle whatever because yeah. I can because I'm spicy and I have a podcast so this is podcast content <laughs> um and then he said oh why oh why are you su-? and I'm like and then I said oh I'm surprised you actually messaged and like sent me a like back or whatever because yeah. essentially we matched again just on a different app um and then I'm like oh and then I said oh I'm surprised you messaged like oh why is that and I'm like surprised really yeah Yeah. and then he ghosted me again but you know he ghosted me once if he ghosted me again I'm just like nah already done the healing and had the therapy for that um I am desensitized to you ghosting me for a second time nothing can hurt me now I'm invincible (laughs) yeah that kind of vibe yeah Uh, yeah yeah so red flags from that um communication uh we didn't even talk about like we didn't even get that far in the sense like oh do you go to church blah 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 um because I think that's a really important question to ask when you're first getting to know someone on a dating app um because in my opinion if you're on a Christian dating app and you like I'm not saying this person doesn't go to church I think he I may have done a bit of a stalk. Um, looks like he does go to the church. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Who needs the FBI when you have girls just stalking who they're talking to online? Cheapest exactly. creepers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> who needs the um, But yeah. I've had other experiences with online dating 
on Christian app, dating apps where the person isn't going to church or they're going through a phase in life where they're like deconstructing their faith and mm. they've been through things where that's caused them to doubt God a little bit. And I'm just, what I've learned from that. Okay, this is going to sound quite savage. If you are on a Christian dating app and you haven't been to church in a couple of years, why are you on this Christian dating app? Because that, I'm sorry, that's just a red flag waiting to happen. Yeah. I've said my piece. Um, But yeah, uh, red flags if you can't communicate. Um, Another red flag for me would be things getting too intense too quickly. Mm -hmm. Three straight up if they don't go to church um there are other red flags but I won't share them because um I guess I'm still processing that red flag uh, yeah yeah <laughs> but it's, they are they are quite savage I'll give it that yeah um another red flag um I guess from my first relationship as well um if they act like a child all the time oh. um they were just, my first were like this he was very immature like anyone anyone can back me up on that um yeah um so that is the online dating story online dating horror story of 2021 my friends well for me anyway i'm just was- very dramatic any questions from that i feel like there's more tea to spill here but yeah any mm. other questions no around that like because kind of like i love to throw it with you kind of thing yeah exactly exactly you did yeah like it's not so much you saw me bawling my eyes out one time after church it was yeah Yeah. was that mac at the um mac is at petoni um oh i was crying before we even got to mac is was that was that the day that we recorded the um trailer for this Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> no, no other questions from me around that. Um, yeah. Is that your only horror story from online dating? Uh, no, but I just wanted to share that one because there is another one which I'm still processing. And okay. I just feel that if I shared that one, it would be way too chaotic. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> I feel okay. like that should be like, a, I feel like that. Shall what we? about you, Christina? What about your... Yeah, let's share your online dating horror stories. Oof. If you're ready. Yeah. What, what, exactly. What? Which one? Which one? <laughs> that is the big question here. Because Jenna's heard them all before. Because <laughs> we're re-recording this. Um, <laughs> I'm re-recording the, these horror stories because they were part yeah. of my dating inside and outside of the church. So yeah. I, I think I'll go with uh, the two um, from inside the church because I did say that I would talk more about them. Mm. So both of these guys were Christian guys. So it, they all kind of intertwined at the same time so it's kind of difficult to sort of tell one story without telling the other story without going back to the original story exactly yeah so I met both of these guys on I want to say Bumble it was either Bumble or Tinder I can't quite remember Uh, I was on both at the time 
it's really funny. Everyone's on both, and you you match with the same people on both, and it <laughs> it just happens. Yeah. Uh, they were my the same age as me. Yeah, one of them was the exact same age as me. Okay, like exact. Oh, like the like, date, like birthday was the same. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's like exactly. Oh, yeah, he's he's the same age as me. He's like no, down to the day. <laughs> so uh, he's the one who's kind of tied up in the middle. Uh, so we'll go with the first guy. We uh, met. We matched around Christmas and started started like chatting and stuff. Uh, I was. Uh, it, it was kind of just it, it was you know the chaos of Christmas we were chatting and having like a great time he kind of wanted to talk more but my granddad was in town and I just I barely get to see my granddad like maybe once or twice a year I actually haven't seen him at all this year I haven't seen him since before Christmas um so yeah it I really wanted to see my granddad and spend time with him and all of that so I'm just like look I can't talk for a couple of days and he never actually responded to that he never actually read that message and he full-on just disappeared and I mean that's just like okay that that's fine like you do you like I'm kind of okay with that it is harder to sort of cope like I yeah my how I come I compartmentalize relationships like I either completely more I I don't even like mourn them I just kind of was like I don't get really invested in them or I, I haven't really got invested in relationships since my first boyfriend and that it was just yeah I I don't know it's just been a, a lot that I just, it just goes in a part of my brain and I don't process it and all of that. It's not healthy. I don't recommend doing that, but it, 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 it is what it is. And that's how I deal with relation with stuff like that. Um, so yeah, he disappeared. And then I must've been, I must've gone up to uh, my granddad's that February because I matched with this guy on Tinder, Bumble, Bumble? I don't even remember which one it was. This was like 2019. So it was a lot. So it was the end of February and we were just chatting and he was, he said he was a Christian, but he'd never gone to church. He was... A Christian That's from where the fun starts. <laughs> yeah, he was a Christian from from the Bible. He just he read the Bible, and that's how he became a Christian. Like, pow- like all power to you. Like, it, but still, it's different being a Christian within a community than it is sort of doing it on your own. And it's not recommended to do it on your own. Um, life is life is better together, and all of that. So. Yeah, it was, we were chatting and all that, and we kind of, we kind of got, got on really well. Um, and then he, yeah, things just, things got really intense really quickly. Um, 
uh, he wanted to be official like really quickly, didn't want me talking to anyone else, um, basically wanted to monopolize my whole time. And at this point in time, I was also attempting to study, to do a, um, I was studying through SIT, which is completely different than studying through UB. Um, and it was all predominantly like self-starting. I had to do all of this assignment-based. It was basically university kind of thing. Um, but without like the online tutorials and stuff. So I basically, I was studying the equivalent of full-time, working full-time, and I was in a new relationship with someone who wanted to like be my everything, basically. We didn't want me talking to anyone else. So... But that is a lot. That is quite overwhelming, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I had a lot of um, overwhelm shutdowns that, during that period. Um, but yeah, like the thing is, if he mess- if he messaged me, I and he I didn't respond, or I, he would message me again. And if I didn't respond to that, he would call me, and he would just repeatedly call me until I picked up. And it's just like I have a life. I am studying, I am working, I am, like, he would leave me alone at work, because I'm just like, I'm not allowed my phone at work, but then as soon as I was home from work, like, or if I was on a break, he was like, I want all your attention right now, um, and all of this, that, so it, it was difficult with that, and then from there, like, oh, in the middle weekend, so this relationship only lasted about two weeks. And middle relationship was, the, the middle weekend was passionate, a passionate conference. And so me and this guy, we were chatting on Facebook Messenger. And so I had basically told him, I was like, look, I'm going to a women's conference this weekend. I've had tickets for like a year um, or not really, because I'd only been going to church for a few months. But I've had tickets for a long time. I am, we have a group chat with, I am part of a group chat on Facebook Messenger with other women, with the other women, other people at, um, who I'm going with as a group. And so if you see me online, please, I'm, it's like, I'm reading those other messages. I'm, talking to my other my friends and he's like well don't you want to talk to me it's like not this weekend oh my goodness yeah yeah so he basically what it was really like but it was sort of looking back it was one of those um controlling it like if we had gone even further than we had it probably would have turned into a um, domestic abuse case from from the controlling, from shutting me in terms of, because you sort of see it like people who, like the partners, they want to be your everything. They control who you see, who you talk to, all of that. Like that's kind of looking back. That's And I was getting that vibe at the same, at the same time. Um, and then he found out that I still what oh he had a freak out when I when he saw that I was still friends with my ex oh when it said that I was in a relationship with my ex because 
on Facebook, you say I'm in a relationship, but you don't take it. Like you see past people's past relationships and stuff. I don't know how it works at the time, but he saw um, that and I, I like, I deleted that and he's like are you still friends and he saw that I was still friends with uh, my ex and I'm like well yeah because we ended amicably and at this point um my ex had actually messaged me around new year's just to check in and see how everything was going how my surgery went because he knew I was having surgery and all of that so it was really nice that he messaged me and I'm just like hey look this is what happened um dad died everything like that like it was just and it, it he's like I'm so sorry to hear like it was nice and but this other guy he was like how can you still be friends with your ex so thing is this was all long distance we never actually met in person so he yeah me too he yeah he's like I don't like the fact that you're still friends with your ex on facebook like do i have to worry about you um getting back together with this guy and i'm like no he's my ex just because we're still free friends on facebook doesn't mean anything it means that we want to just be kept up to date with each other's lives like it was an amicable it was just we weren't in the right same place at the same time kind of breakup um and then he's just like and then we would so i did unfriend my ex at the time and you know just to you know keep my current boyfriend happy and it was just like oh well and then things just kept getting more and more intense I told him some other stuff so there 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 is more to the story but basically he's like oh now I have to be jealous of it, it, it was along the lines of he, he was really really um, possessive of me and I'm just like look I can't do this anymore I need to end this relationship and we did I did this over the course of a lunch break and there was yeah people could see how how like my stress and stuff alleviated over the course of the lunch break yes yes yeah yeah and it was just like I just I was lighter I was happier and I'm just like this is just so much better for me to do this and so yeah there was a lot of red flags from from that relationship which I'll get to after I finish this telling the story of these two guys so a few months later so this was March March 2019 all of that relationship went down and then about June, the um, message, the um, other guy popped back up. He's like, hey, I've changed. I'm sorry. Like, this is what's happened and all of that. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, that's fine. We can, um, I'm happy to message again. That's totally fine. So, yeah. It's just so this was so this was so this in June this guy popped up again so just yeah. to clarify that was the same guy who was super possessive no so the oh, guy so, so the guy June guy is also from New Year's so yeah. okay. after the after the possessive guy we broke contact completely have never been in contact with each other again whatsoever yes. yeah that's that's done so have blocked him everything like that 
So yeah. then I met up with it. So then there's this other guy. I actually still have the chats and stuff in my um, Facebook Messenger. And so August. Mm-hmm. And this is I've I've got it here. So he had delete so he's actually deleted this account um and this is how he came back to me he's like are you going to talk to me or are you going to keep being distant and hating because i know it's been a while but i miss talking to you i was back i don't understand what you mean you were the one who stopped talking to me it's like i know but i tried texting you and snapchatting you can we talk again i won't disappear this time i've got some things to tell you so this was the second chance that i gave him so i'd already given him another i'd already messaged him so there was a second chance and a, I guess a second chance and a third chance within quite a tight time frame, I'm guessing, by, like, looking back at my chats. Um, yeah. I guess we can talk again, but only as friends. I've got a lot going on right now, was how I responded. Like, And he's like, can I call you? I'm just on a break at work. Can we call? Can I call? I can call before 6.45 or after 9. I would prefer to talk now, but a couple of things i'm like i can't talk literally i'm pretty sick with pharyngitis i haven't had a voice now for a couple of days uh, yeah there's he struggled with taking no for an answer this guy mm. so messaged a bit i'm just going through like chatting and stuff lot, lots of long messages um So there's sort of, and then we like switch to texting. So there's like bits and pieces missing and from all of this. And then I was like, I've got rules. Like if we're going to try it again, I have rules about what's going on. About yeah. how, about like basically how we're going to try again. These are my rules and I have actually got them here. I can, um, can tell them. So, so here are the rules I have. I know that some may seem harsh, but they are there to protect both of us, especially since we have both had hard years. Mm. So number one, this is supposed to be my year to be selfish and to work on my relationship with God. So please let me have time with him in my re- and my moments to be selfish too. Number two, my phone goes on do not disturb at 9 p.m. every day, no matter what. This habit gives me time to wind down without technology before I head to bed. I don't do that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) We're all trying. We've all failed. It it worked at the time. It really did work at the time. I was, it was on do not disturb at nine o'clock. I was still on like Facebook and stuff, but yeah. Uh, Number three, no late night conversations. Nothing good can come from them. And there's no opportunity (laughs) to do that with my 9 p.m. phone curfew. So before we'd had like long chats, like late at night and all of that. Yeah. So it it was definitely a, um, a, th- a, th- a thing. And I just kind of was like, no, I need time. I already struggle to sleep as it is. I don't need more struggling to sleep. Um, number three, we both need to, pu- oh, sorry, number four, we both need to put ourselves first. This is most important rule especially around both of our mental health and also my physical health so I was really struggling with um my health at that point um and all of that I my endo had come back and it had come back a lot worse and he'd had uh, some pretty bad mental health struggles um 
Number five, we cannot talk properly every day. Good morning and good night messages are okay, but nothing more than that. As if we spend too much time talking, then we will have then we will have a chance to live. So if we don't spend so much time talking, then we will have a chance to live. So this is something that I've taken from I took from the book A Love Letter Life, and it talks about how. They, so they sent letters and stuff. So they were in a long-distance relationship, basically, the entire time they were dating until they got married, basically. That, and they wrote love. They wrote letters to each other. At, but, and they called, and sometimes they'd do, like, homework and stuff on um, the phone with each other. But they didn't talk on the phone every night because otherwise it's just like, well, what's the point? I can't tell you what I'm doing if all I'm doing is talking to you kind of thing. And then these are, and so number six, this is the final rule. So I know my own mind and you need to respect that. So when I say no, it really, I really mean it. And that's the biggest thing for me. No means no. No doesn't mean, oh, you can change your mind. No means no. And that's something I, I struggle with a lot with people is they don't understand the word no. Mm. Kids especially. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, I just kind of ignored him for a bit. Because uh, he, so basically he broke the rules. And he's like, yeah. have you had a chance to rethink things? I am broken, is what he said on the 31st. And then he just cut message me. And I'm just like, honestly, I have nothing. I haven't had a chance. I've been pretty busy with work and have had bad food poisoning. It's like I do feel though as this feel as though this is a mistake. I'm like if this is a, if it's a mistake, then it's my mistake to live with. So at this point, I'd just been like he had said something, hadn't taken my word for truth, and then I'm just like no, bye bye. I don't want to talk to you anymore. And he's like, but this is such a mistake. It's like well, I don't care if it's a mistake. If it's a mistake, it's my mistake to deal with. And this is the last message I sent to him in this chat. And it's the last message I have that I've sent to him, um, which is, so I did a lot of praying last night about us. And I can definitely say that I am done. You can't take me wanting out. as If, if you can't take me out, sorry, you can't take me wanting out is a legitimate answer. And that's the biggest red flag for me. I can't do this anymore. I don't care if you think it's a mistake, but to me, it's not. I'm going to start responding to these messages messages after this one and I will block you from contacting me and so yeah I was just like this is this and yeah I it it was hard and then he just he responded to that and I just blocked him on everything and then he just kept popping up he got a new phone number he got a new Facebook account and he messaged me on that no (laughs) yeah Oh man! And after that, it just he—it's been a good nearly two years since he's contacted me. Um, I think he's finally got the message, but he's just like everywhere. Like that's one of the things I found. Like I struggle with with Christian dating apps is because he's actually on there, and Mm, he's like full on. He's and he's like he liked me on Christian Connection. I'm just like I, I just I just can't. There's that. So those two are kind of like my biggest online dating horror stories. I've had some other like quick 
once where I was chatting with this guy, we had a great connection chatting, and then we went on an, we finally went on an in-person date, and we did not do talk for two hours. The connection was oh, not there in person. Oh, no. <laughs> it, it, it was entertaining looking back on it, but it was just like, no. So, yeah, biggest red flags I've learned from those relationships is most guys, as you find, need to find out sooner rather than later if no means no. If they yeah. understand the word no, because that is huge and that can be a yeah. big problem. Um, yeah, definitely if it gets really intense. I wouldn't call that a red flag for me. I'd yeah. call that an orange flag for me. Kind of like sometimes it can get really intense really quickly and be like kind of – but like – it. Yeah, uh, I would say an orange flag, yeah, because sometimes it can get intense really quickly, but then it can just stop at an intensity, and then you can kind of, then you get yeah. into, like, a comfort your comfort zone and stuff. Um, but sometimes it's a bad thing. So it's kind of an orange flag for me. Other red flags, um, possessive, possessiveness. Um, mm. Just, yeah, I... And so the thing is, both of those guys were Christian. So for me, a I, I struggle with, like from dating, from those two horror stories, I actually struggle with dating Christian guys. Just as a, that's just yeah. me. That's just who I am. Um, and sort of the, perce- the, pre- the perceived pressure and stuff on um, dating. And you can kind of go, listen to a bit more of an explanation around why I prefer dating secular guys uh, on the on our last episode because that definitely dives a bit more into it yeah but yeah so uh, that is that those specific like red flags that I learned from those relationships have you got any like Jenna have you got yeah. any sort of generic red flags like these are like not ones that you've learned from relationships, but like ones that you've, I guess, you've always had. Generic red flags. Do you want like some examples? Because I've got some. No, no, I feel like I haven't, but I feel like I mm. should. Um, because I am stuffed up. I have, I am one to mm-hmm. ignore the red flags. Um, I think my generic red flag really should be if they're not Christian. But unfortunately, I have crushed on people who are not Christian. Everyone has. Um, or who, who are quote-unquote Christian. Um, yeah. So I don't know if that should be a generic thing because that red flag has developed yep. over the years. Um, so, yeah, I've, like, I've crushed on guys who are not Christian, mm. like, my whole life. And like particularly in high school and stuff, and you know, yeah, uh, yeah. There's there's more. (laughs) That's why I'm like, yeah. That was a very long-winded answer. I'm sorry. Even not even just like any little like small um red flags that just like if it's on their profile or if they mention it, it's just like an instant no. Um, it's a red flag that has popped up. Oh, this sounds so savage though and so mean. Can I just share it? Go for it. If <laughs> so ever since I've been on dating apps, which has only been this year, if they're Catholic. 
Oh. Come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I completely agree with it. And that is because my first, oh gosh, this is just drudging off a can of worms. Oh, I'm going to get so judged badly for this. No. Nope. Um, not, not by me. <laughs> But everyone's gonna listen to like, oh my gosh, Jenna, get over it. I'm like, no, never. Um, you could just go just... with the the standard reason why most why people outside the Catholic faith don't tend to like dating Catholics. I have, yeah, I have dated. I have dated a quote unquote Catholic, um, and I went to mass, and I just, I just couldn't. No, mm. no, I just couldn't. I would be smashed after every single mass I service. I ever went to. Oh, communion! Um, by the time we got, to, by the by the time we got to communion, I didn't want the juice. I wanted a cup of coffee. So just yeah, just Catholic. Someone Catholic is your only sort of generic red flag. Um, I mean, upon seeing a Chris a dating profile, yes, um. I think if it was any further into the relationship and oh, this is so generic. Yeah, so like it's you're... generic, but at the same time it's like Yeah, no, I, I have the same thing. So I can go through like mine because I have so basically it's your online this dating. Means, you you see a profile and these are like your generic things that will make you say no. I don't wanna get to know this person at all so for me a smoker a heavy drinker um i i like i'm not so fast on drinking but definitely smoking um yeah drinker and i don't really mind i mean they i don't but they can as as long as they're not an alcoholic because there is past trauma there um yeah uh i don't mind if they're 420 friendly I okay. I I I don't mind at all because they that means they have a green fairy. <laughs> yeah. Um. That that that's fine as well. I, I would prefer if they didn't uh, do anything around me, but any other drugs, mm. absolutely no. Um. Yeah. And then, yeah. So, I mean, Christian is a big one for me at the moment. I'm just trying to think through um, no profile, no profile, so no writing on the profile. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how can you have a dating profile and then not put anything on it? No one's going to give you a like. I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, I guess another one for me would be smoking as well. Mm. Um, that's a generic red flag because of my condition. Um, I'm open to this person having like the odd social drink because I yeah. do have the odd drink as well. But unfortunately, I do get tipsy almost every time I have a drink. But you know that's entertaining. So it always is. What are your thoughts on vaping? If they vape, um, yeah, nah. I I I prefer if they didn't. But if they're using it as a, yeah. I've stopped smoking and now I'm doing this. To help uh, on the the quitting process, that's fine. I have to say though, it is it is nicer the aromas that come from vaping than cigarette smoke. Um, Yeah, definitely. Having walked through in Wellington on like Lambton Quay and stuff, like people will be, it's a lot nicer to walk through a cloud of vape than it is a cloud of smoke. 
Yeah. Because you're like, oh, cotton candy flavor today. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> like, and it, that is true. And it doesn't stink and, um, like, cling to your clothes and all of that. And then I've always yeah. had a thing where if they've got a hunter, if they're hunters, if you can tell that they're hunters or anything from their profile picture or from their profile or anything, uh, that is a red flag for me. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, up here, um, every other guy has a dead animal in his profile like it'll be very deep so always if that's a red flag always swipe through all the photos because um they don't often put it as their main profile picture and you find Mm. a lot of um (laughs) problems for me it's because so like even if it so if my point around that is if we go actually get along really well and if we connect and we go pretty far if the problem is, so if he's a hunter, I can't actually eat that. I okay. I, I basically am a glorified vegetarian. I'm not fully a vegetarian, um, but I can't eat a lot of meat, and this, I can't mm. eat a lot of um, red meats or game or any anything like that. So, and the thing is, it's just like I don't want to have to deal with anything that comes from hunting i'm not anti-hunting i can i under the right circumstances that's fine it's just i don't want to have to deal with that <laughs> i want to have to clean up after it i want to have to exactly. clean it i don't want to have to cook it or eat it i'm like that i mean and i think think mum's like well then that can just be their hobby and they can deal with it it's like yeah but then they'll like we'll just have all this like meat like going away so like what's the point I mean, we can supply the whole half of my family, but the half of my family that does eat that already hunts. And honestly, it's at this point, it's just my grandma and her husband, and that's and her husband's yeah. family that eat yeah. that kind of meat, and they're already yeah. hunters. Yeah, because everyone else in the in the family is vegetarian, is a vegetarian of some sort, or has very reduced meat intake so yeah it's just like whatever so yeah those are my sort of my generic red flags around like first impression red flags and stuff Mm. oh and spelling when you talk to people spelling and grammar i I mean yeah you don't have to end your questions with a question mark or your sentences with a full stop that's fine but everyone has qwerty keyboards now use the full word i yeah let's face it when we were in the age of you had to press seven four times to get an s completely under completely understandable text language and all of that but it's 2021 not many phones have that function most phones are touchscreen and have the full keyboard you can spell it out exactly exactly and sometimes they'll have it all spouted up nicely on their profile and then when you start chatting with them it's just wrong Um, it's just like no bail yeah but i do have to admit now um i am the ghoster in relationships and online dating oh yeah i've I, I have admittedly ever since I've um, been ghosted in January. Like if I if something's not right, if something doesn't sit right in my gut about any about a guy, 
I'm outies. I just, I literally just like, I was messaging someone in September and like he was, he said something about God and stuff and like, he was basically chat. He was, you know, he was very theological and he was, and I'm just like, nah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, yeah. Uh, so uh, this is my uh, formal apology to everyone I have ghosted, and everyone I will ghost because I will ghost you for sure. It, I am not sorry about it. Um, yeah. If I if we get along really well, and all of a sudden I just disappear, I've probably hit an overwhelm point in my life, and I've just shut down. I yeah. Up until this morning. I actually had about a hundred different notifications on my phone uh, over the oh from the last few days. You needed to clear that then. Yeah, and they just my kept goodness. building. So I had like fifty, and then they just kept building all the different notifications just because I just got so overwhelmed with what was going on. Yeah, that I'm just like I can't, I I can't, I can't, I can't. Sheesh. So yeah, that's my kind goodness. of all of that so uh i think we should wrap it up from here okay well thank you so much for listening to our online dating horror stories and me stumbling my way through my generic red flags in which i discovered that i have one generic red flag upon viewing your dating profile um yeah i like the whole orange flag thing yeah. i need to figure those <laughs> out honeys okay uh thank you for listening and then we will see you next month which will be our december episode so we're all going to be talking Yay. about christmasy things <laughs> and we may or may not have a guest Absolutely. we shall see bye. okay take care everybody bye bye, bye.